Hello, you're listening to the Mr. Money Jar podcast. Mr. Money Jar here. This episode is taken from an Instagram live and has been uploaded in its entirety. This means that some of what you hear may seem odd in an audio format. For example, there might be references to questions that appeared during the live, plus some audience interaction, and very rarely some swearing or audio mishaps. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Hello all, Mr. Money Jar Show episode 41, and today we're going to be joined by Osse Downs from Stepladder, Head of Partnerships at Stepladder, for a live Q&A. Ah, oh, Stepladder straight in the chat, love it. Request straight. Hope everyone's good. Hey, Timmy, how are you? Yes, yes, I'll say I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Good to see you, good to see you. Um, yeah, that, that's probably, probably should go down as the quickest, like, onboarding of a guest on the show ever. Normally, there's some sort of, like, technical <laughs> difficulty or something like that. You know, yeah, um, I don't do too many Instagram lives, so I was, I was literally, I was a bit confused. I thought, has it started yet? I went to the calendar invite and I thought, maybe, do I need to click the Google link? <laughs> oh, no. I thought I missed it for a second, but um, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, right we're, here, we're here. Um, cool. Let me just pull up my questions. Um, I'll set the scene for everyone. So um, uh, I've been friends with the Stepladder team um, since last summer. Um, I made a post completely unaffiliated, unrelated about partners, uh, susus, agiles, um, just because I was interested in, um, you know, hearing about my parents speak about the way that they'd saved money coming up and my Caribbean friends' parents as well. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, it was just mentioned in the comments that there was an actual company allowing people to raise money in this way. And uh, that's how my relationship with Stepladder started. So. Also, if you could just tell everyone just a, a bit about uh, Stepladder and, and, and what you do there. Sure. And um, I actually remember that post as well. We were really excited, mm -hmm. you know, just to see that somebody's talking about this. Um, especially our CEO, Matt, he's so passionate about what, what I'm going to explain later, collaborative finance. And when we saw someone talking about it, we got super excited that, yeah, we need to connect and, you know, see if we can work together. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, thank you. Um, so my name is Ose and I work for Stepladder. Currently, I'm the head of partnerships. So I help us work with um, other companies that bring that can better service first time buyers and help us, you know, give more of an offering to people. For example, um, mortgage brokers, solicitors, surveyors, anyone who could also be relevant to the people that we service. I, we help um, connect them to trusted partners. And that takes me um, to the other side as well. I work directly with individuals who might want to create their own group for our platform. Um, as you mentioned, partners, SUSUs, Agile, people know it by hundreds of different names. Um, and they're done informally all throughout different communities. Some people do it in their church group. Some people do it with friends at work. Some people do it with their family members or their friends. Mm. So I work also with individuals who say, you know what? I'd like to create a group with my friends 
um, and we'll get them set up with their own custom group, which I think for those watching who've never heard, you know, what is a partner? What's, what's a SUSU? Essentially, um, it's a term used for a collaborative finance model where you have a bunch of people who are all working towards the same goal. Um, it's used in communities all around the world. And I'll give you an example where, let's say you've got five people and they're each doing £100 a month. So five people mm. put in £100, that gives £500 into the group. And then that £500 will go to one member of the group each month. And that repeats month on month so that only the five are eligible. So it's not no invite two people and you get more than one of those. Yeah, um, yeah. But each person in the group has their turn throughout those five months. And then that's it. So it's, a, it's essentially a collaborative finance tool where people get access to the money earlier. You are committed to putting money away for five months. Anywhere between that month one to month five, you will get that um, lump sum for yourself. If I could just uh, uh, just uh, jump in, but a comment from Eli Fashion Lover um, saying we do that in Africa too. Exactly. So um, yeah. lots of different cultures practice. Uh, you know, the technical term for it is a rotating savings uh, model, um, and over lots of time periods as well. And obviously has a history. In, um, in the UK, at least I think in the UK, of when um, immigrants first moved to this country but couldn't get access to formal yeah. types of credit and so had to rely on the power of the crowd. But sorry, that, that's exactly. just... Uh, and fi Finance Reboot says, uh, in Jamaica too, partner, the little Jamaican Yeah. Flag. So as you mentioned, it was really big with the Windrush generation. Um, yes. That's how... Um, um, my, one of, one of our signals, uh, um, being a bit funny. So let me just, let me turn okay. off my Wi-Fi and just see if I can go from 4G. I might pause for a sure. short, short period. All right, I'll turn, I'll turn off the Wi-Fi. Cool. All right, look, I'm, I'm back. Nice one. Okay, Do wicked, better. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's much smoother. Um, sorry about that, um, everyone. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so uh, I think the last thing I heard you say is imagine you come to the UK, you don't know what a credit union is. Um, yeah. And then, but, like, you come with your community and therefore you can all save together. Exactly, exactly. Create your own system. That's what they were able to do. So, um, so how did this then, so we've already, the model already existed and to a certain extent, the cultural understanding as well. So uh, how did um, Stepladder come to be? And what problem is, is Stepladder looking to solve? Because there are unlimited uses for 
um, one such uh, savings model. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was founded by Matt, uh, Matthew Addison, and he actually came across him in Brazil. So I think it was his version of a year abroad. He was studying in Brazil, um, and he saw what they call, they know it as a consortium. And what's, yeah. what's so interesting is because it's used in so many different communities, it's like everybody says that they started it. <laughs> so, you know, you have, you know, the South American says, no, nah, we started it. You've got people in Sing Singapore who said, no, nah, this is our thing. You've got Jamaicans and Caribbeans. Trinidad say, no, nah, this is our thing. It's so interesting. Everybody yeah, yeah. Um, is, has used it. So he came across it and um, it was actually used as a hashtag banking product. So you could go to Argos, for example, to buy a sofa. And instead of doing, you know, your Argos store card, they'll say, oh, do you want to join a partner? Um, obviously, they'll say consortium. So it's, it's like, well, something so common. You know, people used it to buy motor vehicles. Um, going to any kind of shop, it's, it's there. You could go to your bank and say, I want to join a consortium. So he right. said, so why is this not used in the UK? Um, and he developed the idea. People have tried before um, in America and different, and I think in the UK as well, but um, we've built ours very differently, which I'll touch on later. Um, yes. And we, there, are, we, there are, of course, um, concerns around, um, you know, people dropping out of um, the, 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 the groups, people not paying their fair share, which I know, which we'll touch on. Um, yeah. You guys have taken financial sort of measures to ensure that that yeah. doesn't happen to your customers. Exactly. Yeah. And... Um, to continue, so you answered, you asked why we did it. Um, and so you brought it back to the UK and saw that this is actually a very powerful model of helping people actually commit to putting money away. And as we are probably all aware of, there's a big, you know, what they say, housing crisis in the UK. Um, mm. And this was a great way to adapt it to a big problem to say we could actually help people come together and raise money towards a property deposit. Um, and that was the main focus of Stepladder, helping people raise their property deposit. Um, and since then, we've helped um, we've helped a lot of people buy their first homes, and we've also pivoted into offering it for people who are just getting started as well. So helping people who what we call through our first step circles, who just want to put away a hundred pounds, maybe twenty five pounds, they want to get started. Maybe they see this and think, hmm, this is a bit a bit you know suspect. I can't be putting all my money into this. So, or people who they can't afford to put away um, a large lump sum of money away each month. So we created First Step Circles and it's also been you know, very popular with people, the £100 ones. Um, so we also adapted that to you know, helping people just kickstart their, their savings journey or use it for any other use case. I just realised I, uh, I need to put the... Um... In, in the topic ah <laughs> yeah yeah um cool. okay cool and uh so you and you've just kind of mentioned this so you can use step ladder to save for a house deposit which you say you've helped people to um save towards and then yep. in terms of the first step circles what are the uh applications for that are people then free to use the savings from that for whatever they want basically yeah, exactly. We encourage people to use it, you know, towards maybe a lifetime ISA or um, any kind of investment or savings account. Um, but some people have different needs. Um, some people use it to pay off debt. Um, that's yeah. a new thing we've seen people do as well. Um, yeah. 
so it's, it's we're still learning and we're still seeing new things come about but we usually encourage people to use it to to start you know building your your towards your savings goal awesome um another one of the features that is outlined on your website is that yes you can use it to save towards a house deposit you can use it to um for some of the applications you've just spoken about, but it can also help to improve your credit rating. Could you please go into that? Yeah. So, and this is kind of um, like a win-win because for us, so to, to, to give some more detail, we report to Equifax, who are a credit bureau in the UK, um, on all of our circles. So by being part of your circle and um, paying your monthly contribution each month, you have the potential to improve your credit history and um, this is because it's like opening another account, you know, without opening, let's say, a credit card and you have to go and spend a lot. This is you actually having an account, but you're, you're working towards a savings goal. So simultaneously, you can also potentially build your credit. And the good thing for us is also a security measure, because if you're working towards this, you don't want to take the risk of um, ruining your credit or getting a bad mark on your credit for not mm-hmm. um, paying back. Let's say you... you you withdrew a thousand pounds and you said, Oh, I'm going to do a runner for the 600. It's not worth it for <laughs> what it's going to cost you in terms of your property journey. So that's been a, it's a big deterrent for people and it's worked really well for us um, as one of our kind of like security measures amongst others. Let's um, let's imagine that um, someone's joined a, a home circle or a first step circle and um, the scenario you just talked about happens and the worst happens and someone does decide either they're not going to contribute or they're just going to drop out of the circle. What um, measures have you guys put in place to ensure your customers can use the platform safely? Good question. So the short answer is it always becomes our problem as a company. So what would happen is that let's say you have a group of 10 and one person decides to be that bad apple and say, do you know what? So there's a difference between someone who's saying, do you know what? This month is, is hard for me. Um, something has come up and it's going to be a struggle. We can work with that person versus yeah. someone who says, no, I'm not going to pay. Um, so the short answer is we step in. So we will make sure that that circle can continue running. And then we will work with the individual separately to recover the funds. Right. Um, and there are many different uh, nuances because it's whether has this person been drawn? Have they not been drawn? Have they been drawn and they've bought a house? So there's many different um, layers we could look into and we've got different things that kick in at different stages. Sure. Um, but with the home circles, one of the good features is that we use a client money account. So if you've never heard of that before, think of it as you're part of the circle and you've, you know, you've had your turn, you've had your hands, your wet people know as different things your hand has come your pot has come your turn at the lump sum has come mm-hmm. um, and you decided oh i don't want to pay my next few months back that money we put it in a client money account so it's not released into your bank account directly think of it as like an e-wallet um that's it's, we, it sits with uh, mango pay and barclays so it's in your name so what that means is that you can start your mortgage journey you can go to estate agents mortgage brokers and show them proof of deposit and what that means is it's not in your account. So you can go to Dubai and start doing, <laughs> <laughs> start doing COVID holidays <laughs> and spend a little money. Um, and 
we release that to the solicitor once you've you know made progress on your home buying journey and if the circle was finished and you decided not to buy a property we'll send it back to your account the reason i mentioned this is because if someone decides not to pay and the money's with in the client money account we can take the contribution back if they say next month i'm not paying we could access the account and take the contribution back so that's one um that's also one safety measure that we have with first steps the smaller circles um those are for someone raising a thousand pounds or 500 pounds we will send the money directly to your account it's a smaller amount that we you know we've got enough measures in place to cover the risk and so far um I'm, this this figure's out of date because it's more now. But yeah. last time I had this figure, we've awarded over eight hundred thousand pounds, and I believe we're closer to nine hundred thousand now. And um, we've had a default of about eight hundred pounds out of all of that. And with that eight hundred pounds, you know, we as a company have things in place to cover that. Um, so that's a really, you know, really really tiny amount that we've seen so far. Um, so it's, it's been working for us. That's fantastic. And I think that um, it's just so new and it's so different to uh, other financial products out there. Um, imagine you guys are having to do a lot of education for people around how it works through initiatives yeah. like this, through Instagram lives and through content and stuff. But um, how, long have you, how long have you guys been around for? So we went public in January 2019. So wow. that's when it's we... Like Almost a million pounds since then. Yeah. We've just had a question. Uh, let, let's see. Uh, it's from uh, Kyra. Um, and it's what, what are your fees? Good question. So uh, the fees change depending on the circle that you join. So it is usually 2 to 3% of what the monthly contribution is. Um, so, for example... If you join the £25 a month circle, you'll be paying £1 a month on top. So you'll pay a total of £26. £1 is our fee, and the £25 goes towards your circle. If you join the £500 circle, it will scale up to, I believe, just over, I think around 15 to £17 off the top of my head. And this is what covers a lot of the measures that we've put in place. So people who've done this informally, they're familiar with the concept that the admin usually takes their fee but we yeah. are we we take a lot less than that because typically they might take a whole month's worth <laughs> of your hand um and also one thing i didn't mention that uh we usually undersell ourselves on so aside from all the security measures that you know that's how we recover the cost um we also give a lot of coaching as well so for people who are going on that property home buying journey for the first time we offer a lot of one-to-one -one support um, from experts, you know, from our CEO, from our founders. We, we give a lot of time to people, individual support. Because when you're buying a house, you know, the estate agent represents the seller. Their aim is to make sure you pay the most for that house as possible. So our mm -hmm. job is to help you navigate, make sure you're not getting screwed over, make sure, you know, you're not getting, um, um, getting bumped on the price, basically. Yeah. <laughs> for your mortgage think... broker, your solicitors and everything. I think, uh, oh, there was another question from Eli, fashion lover, fashion lover sure. what is your commission? So we've covered that. Um, we've got a question from Finance Reboot saying, um, currently I'm using the debt snowball method to clear my debts. For people who don't know what the snowball method is, that snowball method is, that's where you take all of your debts, 
arrange them from the smallest balance to the biggest balance, and then you pay off, you prioritize the smallest balance first whilst paying the minimums on the rest. So it, it's not um, numerically the cheapest way to pay off debt, but from a psychological momentum perspective, it's extremely powerful because you can literally just clear off a credit card and just put it to one side and not have to think about it again. Um, my estimated credit card debt-free date is December 21. Um, would joining StepLadder help me to clear it sooner? So it's quite a specific example, but could you could you speak to that, mm. Rossi? That's a really good question. Um, it really depends. It really depends because one thing about our model is that we don't um, guarantee the day you're drawn. It's randomized. So you can't, um, we, we won't put someone say, okay, you're going to be drawn first. It's random. So you could, for, you could basically be very lucky and get drawn early. And basically you've, ba you've um, accelerated your journey to paying off the debt because you've, let's say you've joined the hundred pound circle and you're drawn first or second or third compared to paying back a hundred pound for 10 months, you've actually jump started to a thousand pounds and you save yourself paying interest on what would have been for those um, those seven months, basically, after that. Yeah. So yeah. It, could, it could definitely work for you. It's something new that we've been seeing more people do. We don't know enough to say how, what was the, 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 the upside versus the downside, because you could also be drawn last and um, you know, face the 10 months of interest building each month. So it's something we are looking into. We have seen some people use us for that and some people have successfully used stepladder to pay off debt. One thing I would say is if you struggle to put money away, then that's one thing that we're good for. So we help people actually commit to putting money away, um, which I think is one of the reasons why some people have used stepladder to address their debts because maybe each month they might not be as disciplined to actually put that money towards their debts. Maybe they use it and keep spending so stepladder has been good to help people lock away a lump sum each month. And, you know, sometimes they, they're really favored and they get it very early and it's helped them. Um, so I think it will depend on your situation. If you see yourself as someone who might need a bit more discipline, then it could help. Yeah. I hope that helps finance reboot. Um, yeah. Cause one of the, uh, almost um, questions that comes up around this type of um, saving is, yeah, but what's in it for the person who gets drawn last? But at a very minimum, if you're the sort of person who doesn't save, who, who doesn't have a saving habit, then you have this kind of structure which encourages you to put money away and to, to keep it put away. Exactly. Um, we've got a, a comment from PT's, uh, can I start my own group? I'm going to expand that question slightly and say, uh, can anyone, that, what, what is the criteria for starting a circle with Stepladder? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. So yes, um, we are very, oh, thank you for that question. You're, you're helping me not have to do some shameless plugging. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we love it when people want to start their groups with us. Um, no criteria, you know, it's literally do you have a group of people who are ready to go? Um, we can, our product is very flexible. So if you want to do 20 pounds, you want to do 2000, um, we can accommodate. So it's literally, if you have a group of people who would like to start, we could get you going. So the way in, in terms of getting started right now, 
the best way is to get in contact with me. You could either just DM us on Instagram and say, hey, I'd like to start my own group and we could, um, we could have a call. Or you could contact us using the phone number on our website, the email on our website, info at join um, step-ladder-solutions.com. Many ways to get in contact. I'm usually quite active on the Instagram. So if you want a quick response, you can drop me a DM on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can vouch for that. Um, having worked with Step Ladder over the past year, um, very friendly and approachable team. And uh, yeah, you should get a response, uh, PTs, if you uh, get in touch with them. Um, We've got uh, oh, Strategically Blonde. Yes, Step Better and Mr. Money Jar. Thank you very much for your comments, Strategically Blonde. Uh, we've got another question. Um, this is great. The questions are flowing in, and it's from Batsy uh, uh, Sink, Sink. Hope I'm pronouncing that properly, uh, Batsy. Um, what is the current maximum pounds per group? Um, to be honest... We like I said, if if you're starting your own group, there is no like maximum. However, obviously, what, what's feasible? I can't come and say you can do twenty grand a month when we're on like a thirty k salary. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, in terms of the product, the product itself can handle it. Um, if you're joining as just um, an ordinary user who would like to join one of our circles, um, our current maximum at the, at the moment is five hundred pounds. Um, people who would like to do more, what they could do is they could take two spots in one circle. So that way they're paying double the oh, contribution you can, you can and, they get, and they get drawn twice. So that's what some people do. So that way, if you, if you can afford to put away more, then you can, you can take multiple spots. I think in one of ours, someone's taken five. So, <laughs> yeah, the people, it's quite, it's quite a popular thing. All right. Right, so every every other month for them is draw draw day. <laughs> Essentially, it's quite funny. Um, so yeah, let's. Uh, uh, my next question um, is, uh, you know, I, we full transparency. We both worked on um, a sponsored post last month, and we had some questions. Some, uh, you know, fairly reasonable questions in the comments around um, the level of risk involved in the platform. Um, and even when you go on your own website, it says that you're not covered by the financial services compensation scheme, um, which for the people at home is the 85 grand's worth of cover you get, um, when you use investment insurance or, um, like bank, bank accounts, basically. Um, so how come stepladder is not covered by the financial services compensation scheme? And is that lack of cover then covered by you guys through the measures we talked about earlier? Good question. So uh, I'll start off with our, our regulatory status. So in the UK, the FCA are the, the authority. Um, to yeah. legally trade in financial services, you have to be under some form of regulation with, within the FCA. So we are um, approved to trade by the FCA. But legally, but we've, we're seen as a peer-to-peer lender. Um, so all, as with all other peer-to-peer lenders, there's never, um, it's not, F, sorry, first of all, it's not FSCS protected with peer-to-peer. And also, naturally, the way our product works, um, the money is always allocated to one individual. So FSCS is there to protect you 
um, if your money is deposited with, a, let's say, with a bank and the bank goes bust. Mm-hmm. So with us, the money's never actually with us. The money's, as I mentioned, in a client money account and it's always given to one individual. So naturally, we just don't qualify because we never have the money sitting anywhere. Um, so that's one part. Um, the second part to address it. So as I mentioned, the money's always separate to us. So if we ever went bust as a company, obviously we really hope we don't, but if that was to ever happen, because the money's separate to us, it will never be a situation where we're going to use people's money in the circles to pay, you know, employee salaries and cover rent and all of that. That, that won't happen because the money's separate to us. So that's one of the measures, um, as you mentioned, you know, things we've put in place. So, um, and what would happen if that was the case, someone could step in and monitor the circles, like be an administrator and let them finish. So legally we have to say, um, you know, capital at risk, not FSCS protected, but, We've put a lot of things in place, like I mentioned earlier, with some of our security measures as well. Um, what would happen if um, someone didn't pay in? Also, if someone has drawn for a home cir- in our home circles, bought a house, let's say they fall ill and they can't make contributions, they, they can't work. We also have you know, payment waiver insurance. So we have, we have different stuff in place to mitigate that risk. And as I mentioned earlier, with the default rate, it's been working really well. So Yes. Um, I, I have to give, you know, a lot of credit to, um, to Matt. <laughs> You've got a really solid system. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I hope that um, answers the questions. If any of the people who um, left those comments um, on the post are either in this live now or are watching it back in future, I hope that um, answers some of your questions. That's great. And um, I guess my final question is, because I think, what's really interesting for me personally about you guys is the role that you could potentially play in getting on the property ladder for people. So, you know, even you saying that people can use the money that's in the client money account to then begin to have mortgage um, negotiations. That's actually quite a technical point. That's quite a specific point within the home buying journey. And I think that the coaching and the one-to-one support could really help people because Houses are really, really expensive. And it's like the government is like bending over backwards and doing this scheme and that scheme to try and help people. Um, So my final question would be, like, where do you see the future of Stepladder? Um, And, you know, how do you see yourselves working with people in in the future? Well, that's a really good question. Um, And quickly, before I answer that, um, one of of my favourite stories, because you mentioned that we help people you know, get onto the property ladder. One of our... Yeah. ...agent came back and said, the seller wants 20 grand more. And she was about to do it and said, okay, um, because she loved the place, you know, she wanted it. And they know first-time buyers will just, you know, we, we, can, we can pressure them a bit. <laughs> they'll, they'll pay up. So she was about to do it. And then she called um, the stepladder team and they gave her some, some guidance and just said, you know what, call the agent back and say, I want to see some other properties. Um, just so they know that you're not really, you're not a typical first-time buyer. You know, your heart's not gone for this place. They can't really manipulate you. So she did that. 
And then two weeks later, they called back and said, okay, we'll accept the original offer. So she saved 20 grand just through having someone just to give her a bit of coaching. Obviously, I'm not saying do that in every case, but there's certain times where, you know, it would work. And we, that's one of my favorite stories because you can say as much as you want about maybe, let's say, the fees or whatever, but she saved 20 grand, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, that is such a, you know, that's the kind of impact that we're trying to make for people. And I'm going to use that to kind of answer your question in terms of where we see the future of Stepladder. One angle is, you know, being that kind of first-time buyer agent, helping people along that process um, through, you know, not just hitting your, your savings goal, that's what our product does, but also getting you into your first home as well. That's something we're really passionate about, helping you throughout that whole journey. Um, just as I said, you know, the estate agents represent the sellers, so we want to be that kind of buyer's agent, helping people yeah. through navigating that process. Um, and there's, I feel like communities is at the heart of our product naturally, so it, would make, it wouldn't make sense for us to not, you know, offer that. <laughs> and... Um, Alongside that as well, in terms of the future, we're starting to, you know, look at new use cases because our product can be used for anything, essentially. So it's just saying, mm-hmm. okay, what makes sense in the UK? How can we solve the biggest problems? So one of the things we're looking at is how can we, you know, bring co- collaborative finance to other areas, whether that's, you know, paying off debt um, or, you know, buying a car, different things we, we, we're looking to explore. And we're excited for what the future has. So, um, yeah, it was a great question. Wicked, wicked man. And thank you for, yeah, I, I'm always really supportive of brands who choose to come on um, lives like this and actually speak directly to the people because I think um, particularly for a product like yours that's so new, it's just great to hear from the team directly about how it works, what it does and um, how exactly it's used and is making uh, a difference in people's lives. So thank you. Um, we are now into the part of the show, the rapid fire questions. Um, just a few questions I, I ask all my guests when they come on the list of money for our show. Um, so my first is, what's been your biggest financial achievement to date? Oh, um, well, I think I would have to say, because I'm also just a recent um, buyer myself. Um, I use Thank you. I use Stepladder. Uh, me and my wife, we both use Stepladder. And it was a big help. So I would be... Can you imagine? I'm here trying to, you know, promote the service. I haven't used it myself. Um, mm. <laughs> but we both used it about um, just under two years ago um, when we were kind of just in the early stages of our journey and it, it helped a lot. And, uh, you know, we were so lucky to be able to um, be considered for a mortgage um, end of last year with everything that was going on. So, um, yeah, we were definitely favoured. And then uh, we moved into our first house just over two weeks ago. So that's probably, you know, definitely my biggest financial achievement because I used to be someone that was, you know, paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm spending my money on nonsense. Like I've got nothing to show for it. I used to do a lot of, I was just so bad with money. Um, so to, you know, make it to this step was, it was really um, humbling, but also, you know, I felt very, like a, a real sense of achievement. Congratulations to you and your wife, man. Um, similarly, uh, I was lucky enough to get on the property ladder last October. And um, yeah, it's quite a milestone to reach, um, particularly when there's a pandemic taking place. Yeah. Um, and may everyone on this life who's not on the property ladder, who wants to be, also reach their financial goals uh, one day. 
Um, next question is, what one piece of money advice would you have given yourself to yourself 10 years ago? Oh, 10 years ago. So I would say a few, well, I think I'm kind of stealing this one from Eman, from the Eman effect, but it's just not giving into like impulse and instant gratification because yeah. I used to, as soon as I wanted something, I was, I was, I had no discipline, whether that was, how old was I back then? Was it PS3? The latest PS3 games that came out, I'll buy it with the small money I had, you know, I was spending yeah. money. I, I, I think what took the most of my money was FIFA. <laughs> on Ultimate Team, <laughs> I don't know. If oh you ever yeah, played. yeah. You're, you're <laughs> the buying packs. like the card packs, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so it's just about that instant gratification, and I feel like when you know the power of things like investing, and you actually see your money grow, it it, it kind of helps you to avoid spending it because you actually get more kind of addicted to putting more money into it. So definitely the the instant gratification. And looking at, okay, how can you actually make your money work better for you? Yeah, 100%. Back in the day, um, I used to own an Xbox 360. And my downfall were like the game sales. I think yeah. I was talking about this on a, either last week, uh, last week on the Mr. My Draw Show. I was talking about um, being signed up to Zavi's newsletter. <laughs> um, remember them they replaced Virgin Megastore and they, they would just do these game sales all the time and I just couldn't resist I had to buy them and I didn't even play all the games it's just a complete waste of money which is why now I'm just like I just say to people just unsubscribe from sales email so sales emails um, if you find yeah. that you're succumbing to impulse purchases and even with that because um, I feel like a lot of personal finance um, uh people on Instagram, they talk a lot about looking at your, your monthly um, direct debits and managing yeah. that. And I'm someone, I realized this last year because I'm a, I'm a big gamer. You know, I, I have games on my phone, my, my PS4, everything. And, you know, there's certain things where there's like a monthly charge because you can afford it. Maybe let's yeah. say Battle Pass or something on Call of Duty. But when you actually think about, hmm, this is actually £5 a month or this game is now three pounds a month or six, then you actually realize that you could be racking up a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's something that, yeah, it's not always worth it. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and just to also to build upon what you just said, um, when you buy something, it's a good idea to think about the lifetime cost of ownership of that product. So when you buy a PlayStation, for example, Back when it first came out, it was like 500 quid or something. Or like the PS5, it's like 500 quid. But yeah. um, that's just the buy-in cost. You've then got to finance it with games and DLC and memberships and this, that, and the other, extra controllers, headsets. So the actual cost of owning it could, you know, be five or ten times more than the buy-in cost. So exactly. it's just something to learn um, Cool. Uh, if you were to win the lottery... Let's say you were to win ten million pounds. How would you? How would you spend it? Bitcoin. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's a really good question. I would probably move into a bigger house, buy and pay off my dad's house in the council flat. I'll buy that house. Um, I remember years ago when we were looking at it because you know there's the council. Um, there's a right to buy a discount. But even with that, 
it was crazy because it's you know in such a um in such a um it's a zone two you know it's really <laughs> it's a really um really pricey area um and of course step ladder crowdfund <laughs> i'll buy some shares yeah step ladder crowdfund um i think immediately those are some things that come to mind 10 million wouldn't be enough i've always wanted to be like a um an owner of a so there's two things an owner of like a sports franchise okay or um i'm also into anime so i've always got in the back of my mind i need to start my own anime studio one day um, but I don't know if 10 million is enough because these franchise owners are billionaires. So maybe one day <laughs> if the Bitcoin investment. <laughs> On that point, you could maybe go down the esports route because esports is Three. supposed to blow up in future. I'll never forget. It was like two, two years ago because we didn't have Wimbledon last year. But that 16 year old kid that won the Fortnite tournament or whatever won more millions. money than, yeah, than, than Djokovic. Well, yeah. I would imagine because it's a new area, there's a lot less capital in the industry in general. But that, that's just my uh, my guess. Um, one would have to look into it. One of my friends actually manages an esports team, and I, oh, it, right. it's, it's it's so strange to me. But maybe I guess maybe it might be um, a side hustle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, next uh, next question is: What are your long term money goals? Oh, good question. Um, so, how long term are we speaking? Are we speaking next next ten years by twenty thirty? Um, I'm 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 recently getting more more into property, so just looking at um, maybe buying more more places and building like a small portfolio for myself. Um, as I mentioned, the anime studio as well. Uh, definitely want that. That's something I have to do. I need to and um, just make loads of different anime series. <laughs> and uh-huh. I'm also really into giving back. So um, I've, I haven't created this vision yet, but I've, um, I would want to create something to help people get more into entrepreneurship, into business at a young age. Uh, maybe for people who university might not be there. The traditional path for them. This might be something for them to still build the same skills without, you know, having to take on that cost of university. But obviously, yeah, that will cost a lot of money. So this is something that these these are things that I've I've got in my mind for way in the future. Awesome, awesome stuff. And um, I used to work for a charity that supported entrepreneurs into business. So that's an area that's really close to my heart as well. The final question is. Um, what does success mean to you? You're asking me these deep questions. <laughs> um, no. But no, it's, it's, it's a really good question. Um, I think fulfillment plays a lot into it. Definitely um, being at a place where I know that I've contributed and I've actually achieved something. So um, I remember, I think from my, even from university, I've always been trying to build like my story rather than just jumping from, you know, high paying job to high paying job to high paying job. You can really rise yeah. up from doing that. Um, but I feel like I've, there's a lot of impact I want to have in one place. And I feel that's kind of what will bring me my, my success to say, you know, I went here and I, and I really, you know, made an impact, you know, imagine if you was 
the, the third employee at Monzo, you know, you, you said, I wish, people are like, wow, you, third employee at Monzo. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm really into just having that kind of sense of fulfillment myself. That's just one aspect. Thank you. Deep question, but deep answer. I appreciate it. Um, I just Thank wanted you. to um, shout out uh, uh, La- La- Lackey. Um, Lackey Shaw Stewart says Twitch hours up 90% year on year. So there you go. Wow. That's you your... There's in Twitch. Yeah, your... Well, um, Twitch is owned by Amazon. So if you own Amazon, <laughs> you own Twitch. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Cool. So that brings us to the end of the, the rapid fire questions. Is there anything you want to plug, anyone you want to shout out? Because um, I know someone mentioned your crowdfunding at the moment um, in the comments. Yes. Want to talk about that? Yes. So, Stepladder, we have literally today um, launched our crowd raise for everyone who pre-registered. So, you have the chance to actually buy shares in Stepladder um, with over the next few weeks. So, definitely don't miss out if you're familiar with the model you know the power of you know collaborative finance group economics definitely check us out on cedars um our two founders are actually going to be doing an instagram live at 9 p.m today so if you want to find out more about the business specifically and about the crowd raise um definitely tune into that that's going to be at 9 p.m today on our instagram channel wicked um and then just to conclude i want to say that um I've really enjoyed this conversation and I think the people listening at home have as well, um, judging by the questions that have come in. Um, I think that I would be interested in starting a circle of my own. So to the people listening at home, if you're interested in saving with me on Stepladder, then drop me a DM to let me know your, your interest and, and let's, uh, let's work together and, and get some savings done. Um, that would be amazing. We'd love to have yeah. you guys. And it's always a pleasure to chat with you, Timmy. Um, Every conversation is great. So, yeah, uh, drop me a DM afterwards if you're interested. Thank you very much to uh, Osei for joining us um, for this conversation. Thank you to all of you at home for listening and for uh, your questions and your comments. We'll be back at the same time next week, Monday, with another great guest. Um, That's been episode 41 of the Mr. Money Josh Show. Take care all. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.